0: Hi, and welcome to Unwind With Us, Soulful Conversations with Sahai. Here is where you'll find open and honest conversations about, well, life. My name is Sahai, and by no means am I an expert at life. But I do happen to know that there are a lot of people with stories to tell, and those stories are filled with lots of opportunities for growth. So however you found yourself here, I'm glad you're on this journey with me. Hi, and welcome to unwind with us. I am so glad um, that you guys have joined us tonight. Uh, This, I gotta tell you of all the podcasts that I've done, this has been the hardest one to uh, try to film. It is currently (laughs) 7.31 on on a Sunday evening. And um, what I do, I post my, I do my podcasts. I like to record them at six o'clock on Sundays. I like to invite people over we'll have dinner we'll talk we'll relax we'll go over kind of what we're going to talk about just to kind of get in that ebb of flow of having the podcast and then we'll start and we do it very intentionally um so we can start at six and then we can be done around you know seven we're walking out you're going home i'm uploading this life is good it's seven thirty-two, and we are just getting started <laughs> because sometimes in life you are blessed to meet somebody that when your souls interact. Um, there's just this beautiful creation, right? Creation of friendship, this melding of souls, creation of just um, new parts of you. And um, the guest that I have today is definitely one of those um, beautiful surprises. Um, And the irony is uh, Mm -hmm. the way that I met her was through her daughter. If you all tuned in last week, Iris was on here. And this is Iris's mother. We have the um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, opportunity to have her mother on with us today. And so we have Jen with us today. (laughs) Jen, would you like to say hi? Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm so excited to um, have her. I got the privilege of knowing her daughter for um, about a year um, and then I met her. And I didn't, when I think I couldn't love her any, love Iris anymore, I get to meet her mother. And i'm like oh my gosh i love her mother makes me love her and i love your family and then we dialogue and we'll go for hours it seems to be the trend and so um i i'm so excited to have her on i'm so excited to kind of get into this today so i'm glad you guys could join us i just feel and everything in me that you are in for a treat this is going to be a fun one so Jen, would you like to say hi and tell everybody about you, a little yeah. bit about yourself? Well,
1: hi, and then I'm going to share my perspective oh, okay. of how I got to know you. <laughs> I would love since that you got to show your perspective. So, <laughs> um, so Iris and Sahai started working together, and it was it was COVID mm-hmm. when um, when you guys started working together, and um, also had the blessing of my youngest daughter um going to daycare where iris and sahai were working and so i didn't get to meet sahai for quite some time because of covid yes so i would get to hear about sahai from iris and know that this beautiful woman is loving on my my oldest daughter and my youngest daughter at the same time that is so cool so um and I just, I remember uh, giving, sending you like a gift and a note, right?
0: Yes. Y- yes.
1: Around Christmas time, um, being um, Azalea's teacher, but it wasn't just about, Azale- about me thanking you for caring for Azalea, because I knew that you were also ministering to my oldest daughter. Um, and I feel incredibly blessed as a mother to have had you touch
0: both of my daughter's lives. <laughs> so I actually remember that i don't remember the gifts. i do remember the card and i remember that after i read the card i don't know if you remember this but i said to you and iris i said i'm never reading a card at work again <laughs> i opened the card i read it and i just bawled the words were beautiful the encouragement the love and i and i i appreciate i received that it was a reflection of love that you had felt but oh, I, I do remember that exactly. I was like, "Oh, this is the nicest card I'd ever gotten." So that's funny that you brought that up. So yes, so yes, you have a four-year-old mm-hmm. and a twenty-four-year-old. Is it twenty-three or twenty-four? Twenty-three. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. So twenty-three-year-old. Yep, that's me. That's a big difference. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> So you have a four-year-old, you have a Uh 23-year-old, and then you are married. And I'm married. And then, and you guys have been married for how long? Brian and I, it will be uh, 10 years in September. 10 years in September. I say that because we're looking forward to it because we're going on a trip. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) you have a Mm four-year-old and it's been 10 years. (laughs) I feel
1: like you deserve a trip. (laughs) Do you guys know
0: where you're going? We're going to
1: Hawaii. Which oh, is where we honeymooned. Okay. So it's sort of that you know, ten years. I love we're going that. So, so yeah.
0: oh my gosh, I love yeah. it so much. So so good. Well, thank you. was there more that you, that you wanted to share? Sorry before I. No, go. ahead. I mean, I could share whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted. I just wanted to share that perspective of. Uh, it's been a joy to get to know you even more since then. But like, just like the most. The, You're just a gift.
0: You're a gift to my family. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. And then, um, and I know you, um, so right now you are working um, at a church, I will say church. (laughs) And um, you were working in, you've been working for the church for a while, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I, Yes. yeah.
1: So um, I, well, I I can, I can back up too. Yeah. So um, I uh, worked in the corporate world uh, for many years um, and, Got involved in the church, and uh, the more I got involved in the church, the more I felt like I was being called to come and work uh, in the church. Okay. So, um, and I have been working in the church for around six years. I did take a break for a while um, to be home with Azalea. So, uh, for about nine months,
0: Azalea, your youngest. Azalea is
1: my youngest. Iris and Azalea are my flowers.
0: I love that. I remembered, um, actually that made it easy when I had them both in the room. I always knew their names cause I was like, Azalea Iris flowers. I got it. <laughs> so the teacher and me is very thankful to you for that. And so then, um, you've been in, um, so you were in corporate America, mm-hmm. and then you felt a calling to go toward the church, mm-hmm. and you've been in the church for, ever since for mm-hmm. the last six years. Mm-hmm. And um, so you started off with the church being in a minister position, and uh, and you loved that. Tell me a little bit about
1: that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I so I actually when I I first started, I was doing create, some creative arts, um, very part time because okay. I was still in the corporate world, and then that's kind of like I sort of transitioned. I did hospitality for a while. Um, and then I got to transition into adult ministry, so um, so I was coordinating classes. Um, I got to do some teaching, got to teach prayer classes, which is a whole other story just in itself. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was just I was I was getting in front of people and talking, but I was doing a lot of coordinating and connecting people. Um, you know, connecting um, people like through hospitality to serve. Um, get involved with the church but then also connecting like finding leaders to then be a part of a class and and walk alongside other people and um, you know just helping guide people and helping them walk through that and use the gifts that God had given me and I mean, honestly, most of the time I was figuring it out as I went along.
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because it speaks
1: to God's grace over
0: certain mm-hmm. periods of your life, yeah. right? Like-
1: Absolutely. Like when I first started getting involved with the church, you know, there's that feeling of just like, I mean, not going into all the history of my background, my faith, but like you have this piece of like, I didn't go to, I haven't been to seminary. I, you know, I, there's lots of things I don't know, mm-hmm. but God will call people and then he'll equip them like you don't you don't have to be seminary trained to walk alongside of the people and love them <laughs> that's like my favorite thing you've said okay
0: <laughs> 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 because I, I i so agree with that <laughs> and i think um that's that lends itself to not only what i want to talk to you about today but also kind of what we talked about before about how before the podcast we press record about how one of the things we noticed about how church is really changing, right? Mm-hmm. About how people coming together, it just looks different. It doesn't always have, it, it has more to do with coming alongside people and loving them mm-hmm. than it does about the actual brick and mortar. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and that's what you found yourself in. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you did that, you're doing that. Uh, you did that for a while and then, and you're in the church still. So tell me when you went from corporate America to serving or to, mm-hmm. um, you're calling as a, as in the church mm-hmm. ministering to people, was that, uh, tell me about that transition. Was it nerve wracking? Was it, did you feel like solid in that? <laughs> <laughs> Help me understand that for you.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a step, uh, in faith for sure. Keep going. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I had worked my way up the corporate ladder. And I had done well for myself Um, and it it was only like a few months after Brian and I got married that I, so I basically I went to this prayer class and um, for the first time in my life, I really felt like I was connecting with with Christ. I really was having a relationship, right? It wasn't just, I knew like growing up, I knew a lot about the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. Going to church and I knew but, like, I was finally, I think, starting to understand the love that God had for me and and, and knowing that he wanted to be with me,
0: right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And so I think through that, you know, I just felt this heart for, like, it was a struggle to be in the world mm-hmm. and live life um, the way that God was now showing me that life needed to be lived, right? So that tension of, like, for a while, I, I really just tried to be that person who could just shine a light where I, where I was. Right. And I, and I think for a season, that's where God wanted me, right. To just be that person, um, to manage people with love. Mm-hmm. Um, cause in the corporate world, it can be hard and it doesn't feel like there's room for error or mistake or that you can be appreciated unless you're really performing. Right. And so I tried, I hope to be that person, um, that could manage to people and see them for who they are and not, you know, just um somebody that can perform Mm -hmm. for for my needs so but it was hard it was hard there was a lot of stress there was a lot of tension um and i just felt like i wanted a, a better life for my family in the sense of more peace and so as i started to get more involved in the church and feel a call for like a need of more leadership in the church, right? And and then people were like, "Oh, there was an opportunity being presented." It was like I just had interest. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, "Okay, God, here I am. Um, how can I serve you? And what can I do for the church?" Um, it was a step in faith for sure, because like I said, like I'm seminary trained, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and in the roles I started out in, like hospitality, you just need to know how to how to be hospitable, right? Like and and lead people, like you know. And so um but but the pay is also a lot different in the corporate world than it is in the church and so that was that was where a little more of the the step in faith it was it was a little harder it was harder for a little bit we had to
0: we had to adjust the budget a little bit after that but yeah
1: yeah
0: but you kind of knew that this is where you needed to be Mm -hmm. so from what i hear you saying Mm -hmm. it almost sounds like everything in your life kind of shifted to like okay well you knew this is where you need to be it was just a matter of figuring out how to make mm-hmm. the logistics work mm-hmm. so you felt peace in, in in moving yeah oh yeah so then I guess then that leads me to my next question is well let me back up and say so you are also now digging into another area of your creativity mm-hmm. in writing a devotional mm-hmm. we're just going to take a moment I would love anybody that's listening to take just one moment and raise your hand if you've ever written a devotional. (laughs) I'll wait. (laughs) Now, raise your hand if you've ever thought about writing a devotional. Waiting. (laughs) Now, the closest I've ever come is raise your hand if you've ever had a thought about something that could possibly go good in a devotional, and maybe if you knew somebody that wrote a devotional, you could tell them just this one sentence ourself because that's like me and this blows my mind so would you kind of talk us through how did how did writing a devotional come about how did you get the courage to step into that walk us through kind of that mm, mm,
1: mm. i would like to preface by saying that i feel like so many times in my life I can look back and say, "I know it had to be you, God, because I never saw this one coming. Mm. I never would have thought I would have done that. I never would have thought I would have went in that direction." Mm-hmm. Um, because I do believe that God puts us in places for a season to prepare us for something else. Okay. Um, and so this is just one of those things because if you would have told me a year ago six months ago i would have been like oh really that's interesting i never <laughs> had that idea never had that idea never had that thought <laughs> so um so it's a story uh and that's what i feel like god's put on my heart um jesus was a man of stories um we love stories mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i love movies like don't don't you love a movie i i love a good story i mean i love to read i, re- I read stories too but like just a good story, and I just think that there's so much in t- telling our story, um, and using our stories to encourage one another. On, I love it when people sh- share with me their stories of faith, and it's such an encouragement to me, and it gives me different perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's my
0: there's my like my real like sort of like heart mm-hmm. behind why I'm doing it. But then the problem with pause you because the problem with that is mm-hmm. then you have to be willing. To share your story, which sounds good, (laughs) but my experience, and stop me if I'm wrong, is if I shared with you only the things I'm comfortable with sharing with you, Mm -hmm. the lessons aren't going to be very deep, Mm -hmm. and in order for me to share things um, that are going to be most beneficial, that are really going to show God, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to share things that are going to be a little bit embarrassing, Mm -hmm. or maybe I wouldn't want to share mm-hmm. so like can we pause there for a second because I feel like that's a big deal Uh
1: huh. well when I first decided to do this I don't think I thought about that <laughs> <laughs> I'm real honest <laughs> solid mm-hmm. um but then as I dove in I realized that's like I'm reminded that God uses it all Well, you had to make a choice, right? So, and that I knew, I think that's that's one of the beautiful things about being, having the opportunity to be in the ministry that I have been involved in is that I got to see people um, lead in authentic, genuine ways. And I feel like um, the more I got, the more I got involved, the more I realized that's the leader I want to be. I want to be somebody who's leading out of um, authenticity which means I have to be vulnerable and I have to show you some sides of myself that I don't always want to share. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know that God can use that. And I know that, I think I, I think I told you this before, but it's, it's an act of surrender to him to show people my sin, to show people my ugly side, um, knowing that he's going to make something right and i may not even get to experience or see that beauty this side of heaven but i also know from having been through ministry so many times you don't get to hear like once in a rare while you'll get to hear how you touch somebody else and you just have to trust that that person was one out of hopefully many that just was brave enough to tell you that, that what you said or what you shared made a difference mm
0: okay okay so tell me then tell me what this journey looked like tell me like how it started tell me walk us through kind of when you got to that point when you realize oh crap this in order for this to be genuine i have to share some things and that mm-hmm. kind of act of surrender what it looked like and mm-hmm. and and where are you in this process now and and, mm-hmm. and if you don't mind maybe share a little bit about the devotional or two
1: mm-hmm. um there's just so much to unpack, right there. I know, so, I know. So, <laughs> well, I guess I'll start off with saying that, like, I really, I, I never thought I would write a devotional. I never sought out to just do this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I prayed for God to give me something that could be a dream, if you will. Like, a like, like, I, I kind of felt like I had gotten into this place of just sort of like, I'm, I'm working because I have to work, and then being a mom, and then being a wife, and, you know, just these things of just, like, but I wanted a little bit more, like, there's something else I wanted for me, mm-hmm. right, um, but yet to serve God, and, um, and my husband writes, so my husband's an author, so, um, it just sort of happens, like, I just, you can't make this stuff up, God just put it all together, right, <laughs> mm-hmm. so, um, so, I'll just, I'll just kind of share the story. I believe the, the love weekends. for you, okay. too. So, My husband and I have these cabins that, like, once a year we go to. And so it's just our little retreat time. Um, It's just me and him. And um, on Labor Day weekend, we, he had, he decided we we, it just, like, opened up. Actually, I don't know if I shared this week. So, like, it opened up. Like, it was actually booked. (laughs) And um, somebody had, had a cancellation, and we just felt like we needed to have a getaway. And so he just snatched on it, grabbed it, and we decided we were going to go, right? So you
0: weren't even planning on that. We going. hadn't
1: even planned. It was like maybe two weeks before, and we he saw that there was a cancellation. He called his mom. She's going to babysit for the weekend, and we went, right? Okay. On the way there, we love our road trips to the cabin. On the way there, he plays a um, podcast for me. Um, and it's about this woman. It's a finance podcast, which I had no interest in listening to, but he said it reminded me. I love that part. I just, I love, just love that part
0: because so I think it just—I just pause just on that. I love how God will use that. <laughs> we think we know what we want, and God's like, "Wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second. <laughs> so, <laughs> so,
1: so it's a finance podcast, but it's about this woman who turned five dollars into a multi-million. And so this, the, this, her, the story of it is she, her neighbor comes to her house, wants her to make these cupcakes for her. This woman has $5 to her name, doesn't know how to make cupcakes, and she, she's just trying to figure out how she's going to live life, right? How yeah. she's going to feed her kids, all this kind of stuff. And this, her neighbor comes to her, I want you to make cupcakes for me my coworkers. I'll pay you when you give me the cupcakes. So she takes her $5, she goes to the store, gets the stuff for cupcakes, makes the cupcakes, She's like has no idea, just goes this to the like, door. I'm like, just gonna do this. She's like, because I need, I like she, she, this woman said she'd pay me as soon as she gets the cupcakes. Then I get more money. Yeah. Like that, that was her motivation, right? So, so she does it. The woman gives her sixty dollars, and then she talks about how she would go to bed and she'd wake up in the middle of the night and she would just have all these ideas and she knew that she needed to write them down because she knew her human, her human is if she didn't write them down, she was gonna forget them. And she so she wrote all this stuff down and then the next thing she knew she had this whole business plan that she felt like god had just downloaded to her and now she has this million dollar cupcake business <laughs> and she's on podcasts yeah and she's on, podcasts. on fi- financial podcast financial okay on, yes. so, so that's so that's it. okay and so it just it spoke to me like yeah. the story spoke to me um i i didn't know that the story was going to have so much faith um in it and there's other aspects of it that she talked about so anyhow it hit me. It was great. And then um, my husband shared a little antidote about his work and him using a little analogy in a business meeting, which I just kind of like gave my little giggle to. And um, But he was just talking about some issues that they were talking about. And he's just like, I don't know where the wilderness is going to meet the garden in this one. And that was his analogy.
0: Where the wilderness meets it's the garden. garden. Mm-hmm.
1: And so we'll get back to that. But um, so... We go to the cabin, things are going great. I wake up in the middle of the night, which I often do, and I am just I'm just sort of marinating on this wilderness meets the garden bit, right? And I'm thinking about the podcast and it's just it's all gone and got it's just stewing in me. Um, and there's just so much about wilderness and pruning and garden. And just so many stories. Sorry, I'm so sorry, It's time to get ready for bed. Um, so hi, uh, Zelia. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. So so it just it was just it was rich. It was really rich to me. And so um, I like that you said the pruning mm-hmm. because when I think of gardens, I am not a gardener. I think of beautiful flowers and walking through, but I don't think about the growth stage. So when you mm-hmm. said that, that was really kind of powerful for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. the mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, But there's a lot of richness and it would take hours to unfold the whole thing the okay. richness that goes into that. Cause you know what my daughter's names are too, right? So there's shall like, we say it one more time? Iris and Azalea. There's a lot more. So anyhow, God's so good. So, um, so I get up and I, I always am up for my husband's awake and I just am having my time in the morning and I'm, I'm thinking over these things. So by the time he, he has gotten up, I'm like jazzed. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those things where I had to like contain myself because I've been up for probably a good hour or so. And I've been thinking about this stuff and I'm ready to go and I have to remind myself, he just woke up, just face yourself. Pause, pause, <laughs> breathe, breathe. Can I go yet?
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right.
1: And so I tell him, I just say, I just have this crazy, like, idea. And, like, I, I think I'm supposed to write a devotion. And I look at him, and he's just like, yeah, I had the same thought for you. Like, now he doesn't even miss a beat, just, <laughs> right? And so I'm like, and, and this is what I've, like, this, to me, that's a, it's similar and when I left the corporate world to go to ministry, was my husband's my confirmation? Like, if mm. if like when I felt like I wanted to do that, is he going to be supportive? If is is this something that he sees for me too, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like when he didn't even hesitate, I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so then I sat down and I wrote like five six pages of notes of ideas, just ideas of different things that I could write about and share with people mm-hmm. um and then i love my husband we don't always remember things exactly the same <laughs> so i wrote in one of my devotions I, I share this story and um i remember that i thought oh it'd be really cool to name it where the wilderness meets the garden he remembers it that he t- he said that Ugh. you should name it "Where the World," because of... I did that same morning. I said, "Hey, I don't think I really gave you the proper props. Like I've been thinking about this phrase and just how beautiful and rich it is." And so I let him know that I thought it was really cool. And then he said, "Well, you should, you should name the book that." <laughs> Only God knows what actually happened that morning. What we said, but
0: that's what I, like when I decided
1: to to name it. <laughs> um because i do think there's like that there's there's times that we're in the wilderness and we're we're lost and we feel like we're searching for something right
0: mhm
1: and and we don't always recognize that god's there with us the whole time
0: mhm
1: and then and then like for me that moment of like oh you want me to do this like that's where that the, that's where it meets the garden right and so now I'm creating something beauty, beautiful out of all of the wilderness that I didn't. It's a lot of time for me to sit and reflect on what God's done in my life, and and I want to share that like sometimes we need to s- just sit and be quiet, and reflect, and and see that we weren't alone that whole through all those things, and and to see how God was there, mm-hmm. and He wants to use it all. And he wants us to know that he loves us. And he... And then you get to prune through that stuff. And create something beautiful.
0: In that garden.
1: Yeah, right? And it's a lot of work. Being in the garden doesn't mean it's always going to be easy. So Still it's a not lot of work. Just
0: flowers <laughs> it's and pretty. Just flowers. Okay. I mean, it is... It's, it's beautiful, beautiful, but it's not it's just... It's a lot of work yeah. to get to
1: all that beauty, too. So, yeah. So, you so I have... Um, I have started writing the devotion. Um, I feel like I have it pretty much organized to where I want it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now I get to enter into this place um, of I'm seeking representation. So I have submitted uh, query letters to agencies to see if they want to represent me. And that's a whole other part of the process. Um, So I'm in in a season of waiting Go back Mm -hmm. to the wilderness for a hot minute. (laughs) Back Um, in the wilderness for a little bit. Or maybe I'm just waiting, you know, for the seeds to start to trickle. I don't know what it is. So, yeah. But, um, so now I get to just sit and wait um, to see what's going to happen next. The holidays are here, so I'm just kind of just waiting. Um, But there's that piece, too, of just, um, because we've talked about this, too, about the piece of creating something and the vulnerability that goes with it, right? Mm -hmm. And the doubt that
0: Mm -hmm. goes with
1: it. And so um, in this time, I feel like the writing of the devotions is a gift and I have more stories that I haven't even written yet. Um, More ideas that I haven't got to. Uh, And I know that I can write more than just one devotion. I know this. but there's always that piece that's going to come with it of, like, wait a minute. Did did he really tell me to do this? Wait a minute. Is anybody really going to think this is interesting at all? hmm mm-hmm. Or is this just stupid? <laughs> Am I just being stupid? You know what I mean? Like, there's that piece, that doubt that I think whenever you are being vulnerable and you're creating something that you, especially something that you care about, that you hold dearly to your heart, to to
0: expose that to the world like is that so how do you feel or how are you able to get past then that tension because we have talked a lot about about that mm-hmm. this podcast in in mm-hmm. some ways is that for me mm-hmm. i am creating something out of nothing i have no clue what i'm doing And I'm just trying to present things that I think are helpful and that shine light and can Mm -hmm. be good Mm -hmm. for other people, which then allows me to be vulnerable with the world or whoever chooses to listen, which then might get nervous. Right, right, right. Right. (laughs) So how do you find that you're able to keep moving forward? How do Mm -hmm. you find courage in those Places mm-hmm. where I think maybe the enemy is trying to tell you that what you have to say is not valuable, mm-hmm. that nobody's mm-hmm. going to listen, mm-hmm. that you're just little old you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you combat that?
1: Well, there's not just one one way to do that. Yeah. Um, there's many ways. Um, uh, for me, it's spending time with God, mm-hmm. it's being in His Word, um, because God is so encouraging. He's so for me. He's so for you. He's so for you, <laughs> um, and he just keeps encouraging me. I mean, there's been days where I'll just the the scripture that I happen to be on one day. The first two words, like the first word, was "publish," publish, and it's about sharing. It's about sharing your story. It's about sharing God's word. It's about shit, and I'm just like, okay. If that's not confirmation, then I don't know what it is. I don't know right? what it is, yeah. But then it's it's having a community of people who love and encourage me. Mm-hmm. You know, like from my husband to my girlfriends, mm-hmm. right, to my family. Um, I I mean once I got going it was it was easy for me to put it together. Mm-hmm. Like, um I mean, there's not all all of it was easy, but like like I could I could write it. Um, and then to like share it with other people too, right? The people that I know are in my court, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and to see that it, it makes a difference to them, right? <laughs> that it speaks to them. Um, and I've had the opportunity to, uh, I, I read a devotion um, a couple weeks ago to a group of women um, at the church. And so like that, that was probably, that was probably the hardest thing that I've done so far. Um, because it was a little bit of a harder, more vulnerable piece that I was reading to them. And, you know, like, when, you, this is, this is something I've learned about being in front of people is uh, you don't always get uh, a lot of, like, there were people who were smiling and who were nodding. And, and, you know, you can't always tell how you're hitting somebody. Like, a lot of times when people just listen to you when you're speaking in front of a group, you just get this resting face. that's like <laughs> Blank stare. and you have no idea, like, no idea, <laughs> right, and so, um, so yeah, so there was that, and that was hard, that, actually, that was kind of hard, because, because I was doing it at the front end of the evening, mm-hmm. and then the rest of the evening is, like, community time, where it was a lot of discussions and things, like, and I was at a table with, with women, right, and I, I did, I didn't receive feedback, I didn't really receive much feedback until, like, a week, like, my, one of my good girlfriends was there, and she, of course, made me feel like I didn't really hear from anybody else for, like, another couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of a hard one of just, like, I don't I don't know if that was, like, a complete miss or if it hit people or, you know. Um, but I, I think having a good community of, of of people who support you. But I I, I pray that they're being honest, too. Yes. Right? That, like, if I sent something and it was it didn't hit home or offended somebody or something like that. I would hope that, that my people would
0: come. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I, I will tell you. <laughs> we are actually getting kind of short on time. So I want to, oh, yes. I wanted to ask you, I know it goes by so quick. There are two things I wanted to ask you, but yes. the first thing I wanted to ask you was, would you be willing to share one of, if not the hardest pieces that you had to write, that you wrote in your mm-hmm. devotion kind mm-hmm. of, a little bit about like the background behind it why you chose to share it and what it was that you shared
1: mm-hmm. um, I think some of the harder pieces are probably the things that I look back on and I don't want to say I regret because I don't think I have regrets in the sense of like God uses everything, right? And, um, but just the sense of like, oh, ah, man, I could have done that a little bit, right? Or it's my sin that's exposed or, mm-hmm. um, but knowing that he can shine his light through it, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I think I shared a piece with you of, I'll, I'll just, I'll just go, that, go there with that one. Um. But my first husband is a black man, and I was in my 20s when we got together. Um, And we got together, um, we were both in relationships when we got together, so there's sin around that, Mm -hmm. and that's hard to share. Um, Not something that I'm proud of, right? We have a beautiful daughter as a result of that, um, and I got to share that story with her. Um, But also... Knowing what I know now, the things that I've learned since then, I, I think for a lot of years, I blamed him a lot for, um, a lot of things, not, not for us, like not working out. Like I, like we didn't work out because we didn't work out. We didn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But, um, but I think the leading up to not working out, I blamed him for a lot of stuff. Right. and I can own my stuff too, but I just look back and I think, gosh, like I I wasn't a compassionate wife. I didn't really put myself in his shoes um when he would make comments about us being together and how people looked at him when we were together, or when I wanted to bring him back to Iowa and he made comments about about being afraid of coming here. I mean, in, in so many words, that was what he was expressing as like and the unknown of coming to a Midwest state when he grew up in the South and him being afraid of there being KKK here, basically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and me just laughing it off, you know, thinking, I'm from Iowa. You're, What are you talking about? You're crazy. But I'm also a white girl from Iowa. Like, I don't know what it's like to be a black person who who came up in Iowa. Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what that's like. But I didn't, I wasn't compassionate to that then. Like, mm-hmm. I just dismissed a lot of those things. And um, and my heart breaks for that now. Of just, like, I wish I could have, uh, knowing, like, having having Iris, right? And, like, listening to her share things with me. Of what her experience is um and now i feel like i've learned more to be that person of like i can't dismiss your experience it's your experience mm-hmm. right just like i don't want anybody to dismiss my experience right um and so i think that like i share some of those those points of like what i've learned um and some of that was hard hard for me to write about um because i don't I don't want to be that person you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like and that's but that was a part of my journey right Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to say that like I got that wrong I got that wrong and I wish that I hadn't got that wrong Mm -hmm. you know um but I hope I'm a better person today because I can see that I got it right does that make sense does that make sense so and there's other things too other hard things that I share
0: I share I think that's such a powerful one because I don't think people are necessarily always aware of um of aware of their own um, judgments or ignorances or whatever and then it's hard to look at yourself and then it's hard to choose to be better to grow mm-hmm. and then you put it out there for people mm-hmm. and then you put it in writing mm-hmm. that is incredible that is trusting um, the Bible, you know, where it says that um, God can restore what the locusts have taken, That's, mm-hmm. that is that mm-hmm. is that is you putting a bet on God. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't love this, but God, I'm going to trust. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my experience out here, and I'm going to trust that you are going to turn this into beauty, mm-hmm. into a garden. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Are you going to say something else? I'm sorry. I think mm-hmm. I interrupted I don't you. know. <laughs> I don't think so. I think you got it.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Well, and I
0: got to say, I do um, find, and I I tell your daughter this all the time, it's actually part of how we became friends, is that the easiest way to get vulnerability is to give vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. most um, attractive thing about you is your vulnerability. Mm. And I think that we are in a society where it becomes easy to be vulnerable about certain topics sure but mm-hmm. there are some topics that you should you, that society would tell you, you should never be be vulnerable mm-hmm. with and i love that you have the faith to say i am going to be vulnerable with whatever god told me to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. and 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 i am going to trust more in the goodness of you than the embarrassment of me mm-hmm. and that's a powerful mm-hmm. statement
1: mm-hmm. is that easy it's not easy, but I have to keep reminding myself that this is, this is something that I I, repeat to other people, too. Of just The only opinion, opinion that really matters is God's, mm-hmm. right? Like, I want you to love me, and I want you to have a great <laughs> opinion of me, but ultimately, he's the only one I have to answer to, mm-hmm. right? Like, I can share this those pieces of me and know that I'm going to have people who are going to probably judge me right but their judgment doesn't matter because i'm already forgiven right and then also there's that piece too that's just like i keep i keep just like reminding myself like i don't have anything to be afraid of right and that the little girl in me who's afraid or feels like i have to get it right is just like the little girl in you and it's just like the little girl in somebody else who needs to hear this story right mm-hmm. who needs to know that they're imperfect and i'm imperfect too right and that i'm still loved and they're still loved mm-hmm.
0: um and i can just, love
1: you and you're yes. perfect and you can love me Be and i am imperfect. perfect yeah right exactly it's just like we are we are all the same in that way mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're all human and we're all just have these pieces that we're trying to get right and put together and And God's doing great, glorious
0: things through it. <laughs> I love your willingness to share. It reminds me also too, you know, that whole, there's a saying, you can't judge somebody because they sin differently than you. Ooh, that's and that's, good. it's a yummy one for me. because I think that's exactly that. I think if somebody is reading any kind of devotional or any kind of listening, whatever, if you're getting, if you have the privilege of getting a glimpse into somebody else's life, If you judge oh my gosh my heart for you Mm -hmm. because that is so many missed lessons Mm -hmm. about yourself about opportunities Mm -hmm. it's just a miss it's just miss it's a miss Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and i think true richness to your point comes when you can live life with people transparently honestly and you can hear i love you i Mm -hmm. know you know Mm -hmm in your imperfectness, I love you. And I think that was probably the intent. Mm-hmm. I need to be um, transparent with you, though. I'm so excited about your devotional. But I am not the best devotional reader. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite way to start in the mornings. But mm-hmm. there are mornings I also do personal training, mm-hmm. right? And I my first classes can be as early as 4 in the morning
1: mm.
0: on my best days, I can be up at 3, and I can get my time in. Mm-hmm. There that's
1: are... A, that's a really early... Really. <laughs> Those are my best days.
0: Days like tonight, where I we go long. It's not going to happen. It's that, And I have, so we're going to go a little mm-hmm. bit longer. I'm going to edit this, put this up. I have um, a class tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. I have yet to write the workout for mm-hmm. it, right? I have work. And so tomorrow morning may be a day where I don't get to it. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is... Um, you know, the next day I go back or whenever I get back to it, I have this sense of guilt and shame for not having made it. And then it's mm-hmm. like, and I also have this time of, do I skip mm-hmm. and just pick up on today? Mm-hmm. Or do I go back? Mm-hmm. Do I play catch up? My brain pays this thing. If I play catch up, so hi, you're reading too much. God has one seed, right? His manna is fresh every day. So should I go, Mm -hmm. I just, this is kind of (laughs) part of my struggle with devotions. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. how do you speak to that?
1: Yeah. So I, uh, I I mean, I, I love devotions to just get me in the right frame of mind for what God has for me. Right. Um, And I will be honest, like the devotions that I have found that have dates on them or numbered, like they, they're great. Like get, don't get me wrong, but like, the likelihood of me and my humanness and my busy life to your testament, the like, am I going to be able to get to each one on each day or in the proper? Like, it's just not going to happen, right? Like, so I'm not busy. alone. You're not alone in that. You're <laughs> not alone in that. And that because there've been so many times that I, I mean, I, I, you know, it might be July and I'm still reading March's devotions. I promise right? you. Or December. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, but to so like my devotion, I. Like my heart is to not have it numbered. Mm. Um, it's to not. It's not dated. It's not numbered. It's just a devotion, right? Okay. And so, um, I mean, I have it, and I have it in a in an order. Like mm-hmm. there's, um, and there's there's exercises to it too. So it's like some, sometimes it might it's it's just sort of a guided time for you to be with God. Like
0: um, so you can so take your some time of on the exercises so, yeah, too. So
1: right, exactly. So like so like some of the devotions, like I mean. Depending on the story, like it might just be a page. Like I mean, like a lot of devotions are are shorter, right? Like maybe half page, and then some of them are a couple pages long, and then you have another one that's like an exercise. Um, but I intentionally didn't want to number mine, and I hope if I find an agent and get published. That they don't tell me I need to do that because because I think in the busyness of life, we need to know that there's no guilt. Mm-hmm. and not having that intentional time with god now should do i want do i want them to read it every day and get and be with god i want them to be with god every day like the the prize in reading my devotion is that you get to spend time with god and be in his presence and that's the ultimate gift mm-hmm. um but know that god is in heaven angry at you because you didn't get up an additional hour early on top of the incredibly early hours you're getting up already to spend time with him. If you do, he just wants to give you a hug and be like, I'm so glad you're here today. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad I get to spend time with you. But but like there are seasons that I miss, mm-hmm. I miss. Like for whatever reason, I was up in the middle of the night with my kiddo changing her bedsheets because she had an accident. Mm-hmm. I have a devotion about that. Um, <laughs> that, <laughs> like, There's those moments and it's just like I couldn't get myself out of bed that morning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, But to know that the next time that I sit down and I have that devotion with God, it's a gift, and he's going to meet me right there, right there. Mm -hmm. And that that devotion that I'm reading on that day, like, it was actually devotion I was supposed to read on that
0: day. Okay.
1: Like, that's happened to me so many times with other devotions or Bible readings or whatever I'm doing if I would have read that thing two, two weeks ago when I was when I was supposed to read it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have meant
0: nearly as much as it meant to me on this day. I love that. To meet you wherever you are. The reminder that God can live not only in his word, but through the devotions and through mm-hmm. and meeting you exactly where you are. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. And I love I, I've never heard of that concept of a devotional not being numbered. Um, and so I I think I, the only devotions I've had, they, they may not be numbered, but there were 365 of them. Right, 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 right. So, you know, Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. Some of them are actually dated Mm -hmm. and then, and so I just, I, I don't think I've ever heard of that concept of a devotional. That is just, so how many devotions, devotions are you planning on? Do you know yet? So, uh, in the, what
1: I've formatted for this book, um, I have. I call them entries, if you will, forty nine entries, um, and I call I'm calling them that just because some of them are exercises, right? Mm-hmm. Some of them it's just time, or I'm I'm saying just you know I'm walking you through an imaginative prayer, if you will. So, mm-hmm. um, so those kinds of things. So, uh, so i got forty nine because um, I just felt called to just do seven weeks, seven days,
0: and seven weeks. That's forty nine. I can do math. Oh, I love that. I love, I just feel a sense of pressure being taken off by your devotionals. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm so excited. And I will say that the ones that you've shared with me have been really fun to read. Um, uh, And I will say in part because I know you, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um, they have spoke to my heart. They have spoke to um, what what I've been going through but also there's a part of me that has felt connected to another human being because they have been written from such a real mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Jesus Calling. Mm-hmm. I, love mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that devotional. I love that devotional. It is the one devotional that has stuck with me longer than any other devotional has. Right. Um, but, and I think it speaks to my heart, uh, but I think that there is a level of intimacy Um, that yours brings that makes me feel not alone Mm -hmm. in the world from a human experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jesus calling lets me know that Jesus is with me all the time and it's beautiful. (laughs) It's so yummy. Mm -hmm. You let me know your devotion. Let me know that there are people out here like me. And I think Mm -hmm. um, that's the sweet spot your devotional uh, was in. Mm -hmm. I think it's this beautiful place where um, you share your vulnerabilities where you extend opportunities. And I'm really struck with God being the God of opportunities and abundance. Mm. When you were telling Mm. the story about ideas, right? Mm. He gives ideas Mm. and abundance. Mm -hmm. He gives grace and abundance. He gives Mm. love and abundance, right? Mm. He gives light and abundance. Mm. If you, and, and, and not only does he give it, oftentimes when we don't feel it, it's because we are not taking the opportunities that he's given us to experience it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know i think god gives me opportunities to be loved all the time but i sometimes i feel so self-righteous in my anger or frustration or whatever it is i'm feeling i don't take the time to take that you know Mm -hmm. to feel Mm -hmm. the love you know Mm -hmm. feel that so Mm -hmm. um i didn't i think yours is a great light shining on that so Mm -hmm. thank you thank you thank you so much for jerry so this is already officially the longest podcast we've done so (laughs) far (laughs) I kind of figured it would go something like yeah. that. Um, so we are going to get ready to end. I am looking around because do I, I don't know where I put. Well, I know where I put that. I don't know oh. where I put my phone.
1: Oh. I have
0: some birthdays. There it is. I have some birthdays. Is. I didn't want to forget. <laughs> I was very excited about birthdays this time because Yay. some of these birthdays are personal. Um, I have ooh! I have Ashley Gorman. She's a great, great friend and supporter of our families. And her birthday is on the 24th. Woo! woo. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! (laughs) And then we have Lindsay. Lindsay is one of my closest friends. We were single moms in college together. Me, Lindsay, and a girl named Ari. All three of us were at Iowa State. All three of us had um, one. We each had a child. And uh, we were we were a rocks going through college mm-hmm. and her 40th of birthday is on the 22nd she actually was having a birthday party this weekend that i had to miss and so i am sad i had to miss it but i'm so thankful i get to say happy birthday, happy on <laughs> birthday. i get to say it to you in public so <laughs> um uh don't forget we're doing that november gratefulness challenge um irony the last podcast i said hey are you guys thankful you're saying anything and before that podcast even published you guys started hitting um the instagram with so many things to be thankful for and so that was really cool to see here's the thing about encouragement one if you take the time to write down five things that you're thankful for i promise you promise you promise you they will come easier you will start to see things. I think again, a God is a God of of abundance and opportunities. And I think you will train yourself to see those um, abundance, that abundance and those opportunities when you do that. So hang
1: there's with actually, me. Go there's ahead. actually science
0: um around this.
1: Okay. That when you um there's studies that have been done on on this, the practice of of writing down what you're thankful for, mm-hmm. it actually rewires your brain. See?
0: That's, I knew it worked, I didn't know how. <laughs>
1: that's because God also created science. So.
0: So, um, however you're doing it, whether you are just giving me one thing a day to be thankful for, whether you are actually taking the time to write down your five things, sending me one or sending me none, I thank you for being a part of it. Um, it is again, an opportunity to touch base with how good, um, God has been, how good your life is, how good, um, all the things that there are to be grateful for that we just don't take the time to see we are hanging on to that um we're still doing that so thank you guys for participating um instagram i will tag it um in the comments or in the um yeah the tagline (laughs) we are unwind with us too on instagram the number two we also are unwind with us the number two at gmail.com email us keep it coming i love seeing it analytics I'm still looking at it. Um, For all of you guys that are still not saying anything, that are still out there listening, I see you and I'm so thankful for you. Um, Like we were kind of saying earlier, this is a piece of vulnerability that I get to give out to you guys. And um, when you come back and listen, it lets me know that it's helping somebody and that is my only goal is to shine light um, and to uh, maybe give you something to feel good about and to uh, sit with you for a little bit. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Um, I particularly have seen a few states where there has been one listener. I asked you to share in the next podcast. There will be two or three listeners, and that is just the dopest thing. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to hang out for our. Um, if uh, again with our Instagram, we have our music podcast, our music playlist that we post. They have been so much fun. I've been having so much fun. Ours is going to be a really fun one. it's going to lean more crushed in. Mm-hmm. But I have been mm-hmm. rocking into that one all day, and it's been such a huge source of encouragement. So I'm really excited for that one. So look for that on Wednesday. Um, that is almost it. The last thing I have, I have our drawing for this upcoming week. I'll make sure everything is apart. Everybody has a fair chance at winning. <laughs> We're going to let Miss Jen pull our winners. We'll have two winners.
1: All right. Well, let's just go with that one. <laughs> it popped on right out. Oh, you don't get radio? Nope. I didn't know how Mainly goes.
0: because that girl, I specifically told her she won again. I wasn't going to let her win again. Oh, okay. So that one is just not a... <laughs> oh, I am Mila J. I am so excited. Okay, you're not going to be able to see that. I am so excited you won specifically because... Um, uh, you have been one person that i've seen uh be around on instagram and you finally took the plunge to uh write something you were thankful for and you won. Uh, so i'm so <laughs> excited okay we have one more. <laughs> one more so the irony is her name is in here too so yeah. i actually kind of heard her and her daughter's name is in here so we're That's wondering funny. who's will so cool all right i'm not looking so Felicia, Felicia K one nine nine two. So here's what we have: Felicia K one nine nine two, and I am Mila J. Um, look in your DMs tomorrow. You will have a DM from me. We will figure out the best way to get these stickers to you and these um, thank you, these letters to you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for letting me share a little bit of my world here with you. Um, thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your patience, your grace. Um, Thank you for joining me. Um, Jen, thank you for sharing your life with not just me, um, but also with the world. Thank you for sharing your story, your vulnerabilities. Um, I don't know. My uncle says, opinions are like buttholes. (laughs) Everyone has one, right? I don't know how other people are going to take your devotionals i don't know how other people are going to take my podcast mm-hmm. but what i can tell you is i love you so much deeper for your what you share what i've read and how you've allowed me to get to know you and the heart behind allowing somebody to, get to know you i just i respect that i love that and i'm so thankful for that i'm thankful for you in so many ways Um, I would tell you, but then we'd go another hour. I know. We'd just keep going and going and going. So thank you for
1: for having me. (laughs) And thank you for doing this. This is
0: it's, it's fun cheer you on it's you're, a- you're, you're, you're killing it thank you thank you that's all we have for you today um, i'm sorry this one went ran a little longer um but i'm so thankful that you joined us and i'm so thankful um i i believe if you're here and you made it this far it was for a reason so mm-hmm. lum, 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 lum. i will see you guys the next time bye